Cool, cool, buddy. I'm excited. All right, all right. Yes, let's do it. It is lights out and away we go. Hello, racers. Welcome to episode 18 of the Hard or Soft F1 podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Huff, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, RJ McCullough. How's it going, RJ? Oh, it's going pretty well. How was your weekend, Adrian? It's it's it, it was pretty good. Um, it's been very stormy, and it's forecast storms for like the rest of the week. So, yeah, it's gonna be a great week. But I'm supposed to go swimming tomorrow, so hopefully, hopefully, it's just not lightning for like the afternoon. Yeah, that's not ideal when you're going swimming. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I'll. Uh gonna talk about i'm gonna get real for a second on the podcast here because it is our podcast but uh yes. so this weekend i had uh, a little golf tournament with my friends the uh king's crown invitational uh so on june 25th 2018 my dad passed away unfortunately uh it was a very sudden death out of nowhere he had a pulmonary embolism uh it's kind of like a blood clot went to his heart and just ruptured or whatever and very suddenly passed so it's been obviously tough it's a tough day for my brother and i but uh we last year we started we made an annual thing to have a golf tournament on that day with uh like 20 of our closest friends so we uh did that again this weekend saturday was june 25th so we did that and my team was victorious so we won the the king's crown trophy oh my god (laughs) so there's that so yeah so to get a little 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 sad on the podcast but it's okay we won so it, it was fun but yeah a bit of a maybe not the best weekend had to deal with some real real thoughts and stuff like that but um yeah that's okay it was that's life right shit happens so uh yeah well, i don't really have anything more on that maybe one day you'll be able to come play in the tournament that'd be cool well i will not be able to contribute to a win because i have a horrible <laughs> golf swing but i've told you this you know off air obviously very sorry for your loss but I think that tournament is a really cool way to keep your dad's memory alive. Uh, so seeing all those pictures, it looked like you guys had a great time. The golf course looked amazing. Looked like the weather was awesome. Good yeah, contrast to how it is how it is here right now. So that's that's awesome though. That's that's really cool to hear. Um, I had no idea even like any details about that even. So you know, hearing about that is super interesting and really cool. Yeah, it's it's been been a tough couple of years to you know trying to deal with that but it's sure kind of move on at some point but uh he'll always be there with us and it's good to have that to honor him every year um the first year we did it, it rain, poured rain all day so it was nice this oh. year it was sunny it was hot it was almost too hot which brings me to i'm gonna have to move past this before i start getting choked up so it <laughs> brings me to my first question for you which was uh if you're spending a day outside what what's your ideal temperature i know some people like like it being super hot some people don't so what's your and we'll have to do a little uh, celsius fahrenheit conversion yes actually let me pull that up because i just realized most um <laughs> most f1 fans are not american so it's going to be celsius um let's see so outside ideally i mean if you're like at the beach you know you're going swimming ideally you would want it to be like not like scorching but you'd want it to be hot so like something like 85 degrees fahrenheit um let's see that would be 85 degrees fahrenheit is 29.4 celsius you like it hot um for the beach but for the beach okay obviously 
you uh, are a golfer. Me and my me and my friends like to play um, mini golf. Um, <laughs> so let me see what this is in Celsius. Ideally for me, I like mm-hmm. like if it's outside with like the sun out, I like it to be 21 Celsius. Yes, that's me too. Yeah. I like when I wake up in the morning, I like to see that it's like this quick conversion. I like to see that it's around 17, which is around 62, 63. Yeah. And then the high of like 22, which is about 72. Yeah. That's my range. I like to be able to wear a nice little sweater like this and then maybe have to take that off. But yeah, I don't, as we're getting older, the, uh, the humidity when it's like, let's see here, 30 degrees here. So when it's like 86, too hot for this guy. Yeah. Oh, dude, same, especially when you like, you know, you know, I'm a, I'm a bigger dude. (laughs) So like the big, like, for sure, that just doesn't really lend itself to like super, super hot weather. You just always are a a little bit uncomfortable in some way, but especially when it's like really, really hot, it's just, it's just unbearable, dude. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Also as a guy that personally likes to have his fair share of beers you know it gives you a little little bit of a beer belly and t-shirts aren't really the most flattering for that whereas a nice little sweater nobody knows exactly Um, i sleep um i i ideally sleep at like 67 fahrenheit so um like 19 and a half celsius something like that that's what i like to sleep in i like it cold are you a fan guy um, I like the noise of it, but <clears throat> like there's been times where like our power's been out because of storms. So I'll have a fan aimed on me, but like, I'm so afraid of my friend told me one time, like years ago that if you slept with a fan pointed on you, that you'd get tinnitus in your ear and you would have <laughs> a constant ringing. So I've just been so afraid, yeah. but I, um, I have my ceiling fan going all the time, but um, the bathroom fan is the goat of all fans because uh, the noise, like I, I can't sleep in silence. It's got to be noisy and cold. I love it. Yeah, but not have, the TV. It's got oh no, it can't be. It's got to be just like white noise. Mm-hmm. Fan or if I don't have a fan, I'll just go on Spotify and put on like white noise. Yeah, that works too. Got to have yeah. something, but yeah, I guess we can we can start getting into some F1 chat now. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> just gonna <laughs> bring up the first thing that caught my eye. As a Mercedes fan, it looks like this might be the potential week where things have, have turned the corner for Mercedes because they were given more wind tunnel time and they have a few up, another upgrade. And it's Lewis and George's home track. First time the two British drivers are together as teammates in England. So that'll be kind of cool. But uh, yeah, so they've given, they weren't like handed more tunnel time. It's based on like the standings, teams get more tunnel time. So they were given uh, more tunnel time than. Wind tunnel time than Red Bull and Ferrari. So, although I don't, I know what a wind tunnel is. I couldn't really tell you exactly what that does, to be honest. But it seems like it's a good thing that you want to have. So I'm glad right. that they have that. But uh, they also have confirmed they will bring upgrades. Uh, and George Russell says he is very encouraged for this week. Interesting. Big, big strong statement from George Russell. George Russell there. When you say they were given more wind tunnel time, I've seen like the wind tunnel in action and I've like read a couple of articles about it, but like, I don't, when do they do it? Like has, have they been given more time since the last GP? I think it's like maybe every, 
I'm just going to read what it says here. As Mercedes won the Constructors' title last year, they were given the smallest amount of wind tunnel time for this oh, year. Okay, However, okay. now that they've dropped a third, they've been given an extra 32 chances to fix their bouncing W13 on top of the 320 visits they were granted in the first half of 2022. So oh. I guess, like, depending on where you are in the standings, they give out more wind tunnel testing time to try and level the playing field. So makes sense why, you know, the car wasn't, top notch because they had the least amount of time but i mean they've done that so many but, years in a row so yeah and red bull had the second least amount of time so it's like right yeah, you know. <laughs> and, still, and williams they're getting, have the most yeah exactly so but it's you know just as much as they can fully close that gap plus silverstone as we mentioned last week is more of a tradition it's not a street circuit per se so this track is just better quality which mm-hmm. has voted well you could say for mercedes so far this year so i mean my hopes are high for another Mercedes podium. Uh, Christian Horner is doing his typical saying Ferrari is going to be the fastest car this week, but Max is, as you know, been on another level, so that's going to be tough to beat. But yeah, I don't know. Hopes hopes are high for this weekend for this guy. Mm-hmm. It's. I mean, I could definitely see Mercedes doing super well this week. I mean, they've had. I mean, even though they've had a lot of troubles with the car, I still feel like they've had a lot of luck this season, especially yeah. with like all the DNFs. But yeah, they're definitely at a, at a place where we could see maybe a win from one of the Mercedes drivers. I know both of them want it more than anything, probably George a little more than Lewis, but I know Lewis probably wants to win at Silverstone again. It's going to be got to be an amazing feeling, but I don't know. It's you're right. It's not really a street circuit. I When I first started playing the F1 game, I did not really I didn't really like Silverstone, but um, the more I've played the game, the more I've grown an appreciation for that track. So it's really cool. It's a lot of fun. I and last last year, you know, I mean, everybody knows what happened last year. So <laughs> hopefully, nothing like that happens again. But it's I know also Max though is hungry for redemption. Probably, <laughs> I mean, he's yeah. he wants to twist the knife after after what happened last year, but. I mean, he got his championship, so hopefully he's not too salty about it. But I don't know. I'm I'm super excited though. What my my other thing is that there's another British driver that has a lot less of a chance of a win, and that's Lando Norris. Uh, Lando, yes. <laughs> ah, Lando. I love Lando, but yeah, I love that, Lando. Uh, yes, McLaren has been one of the biggest disappointments of the year. Mm-hmm. I guess that, that kind of ties in. I can kind of skip ahead to one of our... I was going to talk about it later, but it fits right in now. Our our good boy, Mike Crack. <laughs> ah, damn, I was hoping to get a spit take from you there. Our good, <laughs> our good friend, Mike Crack. Uh, he's like the Aston Martin... Uh, whatever, team Christian principal. Horner and Toto Wolf are. Team yeah. principal, sure. Um, and they, he says they're bringing upgrades as well at Silverstone. So, And uh, <clears throat> he says that... He doesn't think they're going to be able to catch Mercedes for third. And obviously not Rebel and Ferrari, but he thinks that it should bring them... Uh, within, I forget exact term, but to paraphrase, like this should be within reaching distance now of McLaren, which is interesting. Uh, so I don't know. Do you think that's just like wishful thinking? They they have shown like some some positive signs, like Vettel, even Stroll did well in Canada. So like they've shown chances, like signs, and Alpine decent at times as well. So I don't know. I, I do feel like McLaren doesn't have like a strong grip on fourth place. I I mean anything's possible. I think I mean I I don't know. It's hard to judge, but 
I they have like 16 points. They're one point ahead of Haas. I mean, you need to be passing, you know, Alpine and Alfa Romeo and fucking Alfa Tauri before before you're talking about McLaren. I mean, yeah, McLaren some top fives. Yeah, McLaren's over uh, or almost 50 points ahead of them. So like, and McLaren's also not doing very well this year compared to like yeah. how they should be doing. So, did you actually um, not to bring it back around to McLaren, but the uh, there was a little Zach Brown gave a little not really a snippet, but sort of a comment. It, it was just a little more insight because they've been doing a lot of videos with uh, Lando and Daniel, so there's just been. Lots of comments about their charisma and their energy with each other. Um, mm-hmm. Chemistry, that was the word I meant chemistry. to say. Okay. Um, they just have a lot of, they have, they're very different, but also they just, I don't know, they just make a good team. I don't know. It just, they, they have a lot of charisma together. But he sort of said, he sort of like uh, clarified that statement. He was like, you know, I love Daniel. He just kept going on about, how great he is and like he's like even though there's been troubles he just then sort of just started to shit talk the car and kind of didn't really give daniel a pass but it was a little bit of an ease of thinking i guess more like we we know there's problems with the car too we know it's not just daniel basically so i don't know i i know there's a lot of people that have been saying that his f1 career is in question but Especially after that, I think it's pretty much a guarantee that we're going to see him next year. I mean, his contract is until the end of next year, so I feel like it would just be way too much of a fuss for McLaren to take him out, even though his performance has been not the best. But, you know, Daniel yeah, I mean, always... we also, like you said, we've seen with Lando, like the car itself. Yeah. Lando is one of the better drivers on the grid, and he's not even getting that much out of the car so mm-hmm. can't blame Danny too much it's just disappointing and but it, yeah. it makes so much more sense for McLaren to keep Danny next year and then I think there's like a pretty big grid shuffle potentially coming in 2024 so yeah which kind of ties into Pierre Gasly just resigned with Alpatari yeah. like so the grid is sort of like locking up for next year there's not really many spots going to be open I mean mm-hmm. obviously seems the main rumor is that the TPA out Piastri in uh, and even What's his name? Otto Snuffhauser or whatever. The Snuffhauser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, he even said, like, basically, yes, Piastri is going to be driving next year. Didn't say where, but it seems like Williams, which I would love to see uh, as much as my boy Latifi, you know, now that I've got a picture with him. I know. But that's that's going to be a relic from his last year in F1. Hey, he'll go to NASCAR or IndyCar or Le Mans. Who, who knows? Yeah, he'll be fine. He's yeah. got those sponsors. But... Um, to sort of finish off what we were saying, it's it's very likely Daniel will still stick around, but at the same time, Lando is 35 points ahead of him. So that's that's a lot. That's not you know anything to just sort of be like, oh, it's the car. It's 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 both. But I don't know. We'll have to see. We will have to see. I don't know. I've just been. Been very fascinated with McLaren and their social media team this past week. They've been posting a lot. Yeah, they have very good social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say, like, from Montreal, their, uh, like, every team has, like, a merch tent or whatever. And, like, their merch is them and Aston Martin, they'd say, have the nicest looking merch. So, Ooh. or just nicest looking, like, stuff. So, that they've done all the off the track stuff well. They just got to figure out the car. But 
you have anything else on um, Gasly? Because it's, I mean, I feel a little not bad for him, but he just seems like he's kind of stuck. But mm-hmm. he's still driving an F1 car, so. Right. Yeah. I mean, he probably just assumed he's like, if I do go, if I am going to go somewhere else, it's not going to be for a team that I want to probably drive for. You know, he's probably waiting for like a big slot to open up. Maybe Lewis retiring, maybe Daniel retiring. Who fucking knows? But I'm I'm sure he's waiting, and he gets good enough results that for them to keep him. I mean, he's a great driver, but yeah. gosh, uh, <laughs> the 2024 grid shuffle is what I'm really waiting for because that that's that's when I think shit could be like completely changed. So yeah, I agree. Like, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. Like, yeah, Ricardo. Uh, Gasly will obviously be up. Uh, Hamilton will be up. Uh, Alonso, I think, will probably be up. Vettel could be up. Like, I'm sure there's tons more that we're not even thinking of. But like, that's the end of Baltas. Even like Akon could be Bottas. Yeah. So there's a lot of guys that. So that's that's going to be a good good time to look forward to, especially because that'll be two years into the cars. So we'll really have more of an idea like who's driving well. Like if this was happening this time next year, I don't think they'd mm-hmm. be backing Ricardo as much because then it's like, well, you've had time with the car right uh, kind of brings me touched on Bottas quick uh so i saw a story today interesting but he almost actually quit f1 um after the 2018 season so let's read a couple a little bit of that so at the end of 2018 i almost stopped it was so close just because of the fact i couldn't understand and take in the fact that i couldn't beat lewis in those years i put so much pressure on myself that toward the end of 2018 especially when i started to have the support role within the team I really couldn't take it. I struggled. Um, he didn't do well, obviously, in those years. And then he, he sort of just took a break from from it all, came back a little remotivated, um, did better in 2019. And then now, obviously, he's doing pretty well with Alfa Romeo. But he said, Lewis's consistency and performances overall for the whole season, I just couldn't match. Um, kind of like, this is why one of the reasons we love Bottas is that he's willing to be so open and honest. And not many, I don't think many guys would admit that they almost quit because they couldn't they realize like someone's better than me, which would be tough. Um, so what do you think? I know you're a big Bottas fan. What did you think of that? It, it makes, it makes total sense. It, I mean, Lewis is, has been at the top of his game. I mean, God just, I mean, he's in the best car, you know, he, he struggled with race pace sometime, but it, he, he definitely has had some like really legendary wins. So I, He's de- he at least has a, a a solid career to look back on with Mercedes, but I can totally see where he's coming from because it has just got to be so difficult to be Lewis Hamilton's teammate, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But at the same <laughs> yeah. time, unless you're George Russell, yeah, exactly. But at the same time, you're like, okay, well, I probably wouldn't be winning the world championship no matter what team I was on because I'm on the best team obviously, or the, in the best car, arguably. And Lewis is just unmatchable at this point. So I'm sure he kind of found like, sort of like maybe some solace in that, that it's not going to happen no matter what. So let's just yeah, at least you stick know. it out with Mercedes and just try to push to get the constructors is basically what he built his career towards and assisting Lewis when he was told to. But still, uh, yeah, I fucking love Baltas. He posted another... Or his girlfriend posted another ass picture on her Instagram <laughs> today. He loves showing his say, ass. If he would have left then, it. we would have never got to see these the peachy pictures that he's posting. They're just 
Unless he chose a completely He's, different career path, in which yeah, case we maybe may have seen way more. Yeah, we would have seen this years ago. <laughs> yeah. Man, him and Mike Crack. <laughs> that would have okay. been his. That would have been his stage name. Yeah, I know. He's, it's, it's used up now. Uh, <laughs> all right, so what do we got? Just, I'm gonna switch switch uh, tops completely here because there's really no good uh, segue to do going to this. Bernie Ecclestone opened his old mouth again, and the only reason I'm bringing it up uh, is because it doesn't. I'll see if you can make sense of it. So, we're like, I, it reads to me like he's just talking out of his ass. And, and, but do you think there's any truth to this? According to Bernie Ecclestone, Toto Wolf is, quote, getting a bit fed up with Lewis Hamilton's lack of performance and thinks Lewis could end up leaving the team before the end of his contract. Lewis might sell this position to Toto, he added. This is how much I am getting. I'll step down and give half, give me half of what I could get. Toto can do one of his magic deals, offer someone less money, and keep $20 million. Nobody needs to tell Toto this because he has already thought of it. Lewis would probably stop under those circumstances. Uh, let's see what else he said. I'm surprised like, about Lewis this year. I'm surprised, or is it a case of Lewis doing a bad job? A bit of both. I don't think Lewis is act- actively helping George. I don't think he's doing anything. I don't think he cares too much. He's not prepared to put in the effort into winning that he did. And I'm just going to tie that into, I'm not going to mention the quote, but there's also a quote from Nelson Piquet, uh, I guess Max's step, Max's girlfriend's dad, or mm-hmm. fiance's dad. Uh, there's a quote he had after Silverstone that I guess is just kind of making the rounds now. He's the Brazilian word for the N-word towards Lewis uh, in that. So this is just to point out that people that are like, oh, Lewis is so dramatic, he makes up all this shit that's happening against him. Like, these are two prominent people in F1 that are openly saying these things. I can only imagine what people are saying behind closed doors if they're saying this in public. So, yeah, obviously, I, I can't imagine that there's much to add on that, but it's just, it sucks that it yeah. still happens so frequently. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, response to the first quote from Bernie, <laughs> that just sounds like the ramblings of a crazy old man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I actually saw a clip from, I don't know if it was his first world championship, but it was Seb. I believe it was when he won the title in Brazil. I could be completely off, but it was, he had just won the title. Bernie was back there and Seb was like trying to talk to him, but the guy was just talking to like a very like young girl, young as in like twenties, like young twenties, but he's, you know, obviously was at in his sixties at the time, late or early 2010s, 10 years ago. Uh, almost, but it was just very weird. And Seb's like trying to talk to him, but he's like kind of almost brushing Seb off to talk to this chick. And it's just like, (laughs) you're, you're, you're ignoring the world champion, but God, that is just like, I don't know. I couldn't even make sense of the quote you said. I mean, I, I could see Lewis maybe leaving to if like, but at the same time, it makes absolutely no sense. Like, where would he go? At this, and also, like, he, he wants half of his money. It's just, like, that's yeah, not... Like incoherent rambling and, like, saying, like, I know Toto doesn't have to be told this because I know he's thought about it. Like, you you know you know what Toto's been thinking about? Right. It's a very strange quote. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. I didn't know. I figured it wouldn't make sense to you either, but now I know. It wasn't just yeah. me. <laughs> and, uh, and the Nelson Piquet, I don't really know anything about him, but... If he did, if is he Brazilian? 
Or is he? Yes. So, like, the quote was in Brazilian. So I don't know. I just he used. Or to was he just using another stuff. nationality to be a racist asshole? Yeah, I I don't know because he or was another a, language. Yeah. yeah but I, I fuck 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 that! Like Crazy. that's yeah that's that's fucking bullshit. That's unacceptable. Another uh, another person that's just in Max's hemisphere that seems like a not the best person. So again, credit to Max for yeah. seeming to kind of come out of that bubble. And seemingly, he seems like he's a pretty good guy at the end of the day, given everything. I mean, Uh, I don't mean to shit. I mean, I I don't know anything about Nelson Paquette. I don't. But if what if that is a true quote, then that's fucked up. But yeah, I also don't know anything about Max's partner, uh, girlfriend, whatever you call whatever you want. He wants to call her Kelly. Is that her name? Sure. Let's say let's say Kelly. It is Sounds I is I I'm trying to um Here, we'll, we'll look it up. But do do you know the story of how yeah. they got together? I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. sure that's a very I think we um, talked about it on here before. It is Kelly Paquette, but yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty She's cr- Brazilian. It's pretty crazy. So. Oh, okay, so that makes sense. So yeah, he was yeah. just using their own language i suppose but you don't get a free pass even if it's in your own language you're you're still a racist piece of shit you can't say that kind of shit bro yeah that's unacceptable okay so yeah we can move on from that do you want to talk uh f122 coming out or do you want to do silverstone prediction first um yeah we can do our silverstone predictions first so we can close with the games Sure, sounds good. So first, we'll do the the, uh, the times for the British Grand Prix aren't are pretty good for us. Uh, Friday, pre- FP1, 8 a.m., FP2, 11 a.m., Saturday, FP3, 7 a.m., qualifying, 10 a.m., and then the race Sunday, obviously, at 10 a.m. So not too bad. Pretty good, all things considered, for our Eastern Standard Time. Absolutely. Uh, and obviously, it's at Silverstone, as it always is. I think there was maybe a few changes. I know they repaved it, maybe a few minor tweaks from nothing crazy. Um, yeah, last year was a nuts race uh, with Lewis and uh, Lewis kind of bumping Max out. People can have their own opinions on that. We're not going to get into that again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what do you what do you think is going to happen? Do you think Max takes it? Do you think it's Ferrari's reach? Do you think the Mercedes get up there? What's your podium? Oh, uh, man. I'm going to I hope Max has some success this weekend, like he has been, but I'm going to pick maybe not the oddball decision, but you could consider it the oddball, oddball decision. I'm picking Leclerc. I think yeah. he's going to get another win. I think it's time. He's been, it's been too many weeks. It's been too long. And I mean, last year was when um, he almost had the win and Lewis yeah. tracked it down and passed him right at the very end. So um, I would be okay, honestly, um, with, Charles Lewis or Max winning obviously Max would help me in in our league and Max mm-hmm. is my favorite driver who I support but I like all the drivers so I mean even if a British driver wins cool great awesome great for them we can discuss that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I think Charles is gonna gonna get his revenge yeah I'd say that's probably what I would pick as well I mean, at some point eventually there's got to be a crash of some sort like it's been too clean this far into the season eventually and i don't know maybe maybe lewis will go give max another a run for his money this week and they'll crash i don't know i i think 
I don't really want to see anything bad, but I do think there might be a couple of DNFs at the front. I just kind of want to see, kind of want to see a bit of a crazy race. And it seems like there's a lot of things coming together this week that could have that happen. I've just been hoping for a crazy race, hoping this is this one's it. And uh, I don't know, it'd be, it'd be nice to see, even if it does take something crazy, it would be nice to see both the Mercedes guys get on the podium together. Um, but yeah, I would also have to say Leclerc. And I mean, you obviously can't rule out Max, but don't want to see it so I'm not gonna <laughs> not gonna pick it let me um, ask you this who do you think's sure. gonna who do you think's gonna um place higher lewis or george i think george will probably qualify higher and then i think lewis will lewis will uh beat him in the race like finish ahead of him in the race that's my kind of half and half prediction there it's locked in so. Yeah, but it'll be interesting to see, like, signs if he has the same pace again, or better pace even than, Ch- than Charles. It'll be interesting to see that. See, Absolutely. I mean, Perez has been right up there with Max in quality. Like, it's similar a little bit to, like, Max has obviously done way better this year than Lewis, but, like, the quality George and George against Lewis and Sergio against Max is not as big of a gap as they've had previously in their careers with other teammates or even the same teammates in Max's case. So, um, yeah, it should be really, really interesting quality. And then, they're like the top. If Mercedes is closer, then I mean, there's six guys that could potentially like the, in that top ten for quality should be really interesting. And then hopefully Lando can get in there as another British guy. But yeah, lots, lots of lots of good stuff to look forward to. The British fans will probably be pretty crazy. Oh um, yes, yeah. So um, we talked about we were texting about today. F122 technically comes out Friday. Well, it comes out Friday, but technically you can get it if you want to pay the extra for the Champions Edition. You can get it tomorrow at, like, so by the time this is out, basically, uh, Tuesday at 7 a.m., you'll be able to get it if you want to pay the extra. Uh, or you can get, like, 10 hours of free play on, like, EA Play or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so are you going to do that? Or are you going to just wait? And then um, we can go into the driver ratings after that. Yeah, I might I might do the free or the uh, the EA Play because I think that I think I have EA Play on my PlayStation Five, but I definitely want to check it out. But I'm gonna just wait for the regular edition to come out. Um, I unfortunately probably won't be able to play very much because not because Silverstone's this weekend, and then next weekend I'll be going on a trip. But afterwards, I'm planning on diving in, and I know we're very eager to do our own my team co-op mode. That's gonna be fucking awesome. The hard or the fucking harder soft racing team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be interesting. So, oh my God. yeah, before we get, we'll talk about like some of the reviews, I guess, that have come out so far. But first, um, the ratings came out, and I think I saw you comment on it. Like you, you weren't too pleased with it. Um, yeah. So I'm curious to get your opinion on that. The one thing that popped out to me first, the experience ratings on guys is wild. Like Max only has a 72 experience, but. So the top goes Max Verstappen, 94, Lewis Hamilton, 94. Overall, I'm talking. Bottas, 88. Perez, 88. Sainz, 87. Lando Norris, 90. Leclerc, 92. Ricardo, 83. Gasly, 84. Alonso, 89. Uh, I'm not going to go through everyone. Russell is 90. The lowest is Joe Guanyu at 70. And Latifi at 70. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So it was, yep. what is it? did you think because i know you had a bit of an opinion on it um i just it's some of them are just a little baffling to me like um 
I think Pierre is a little low rated. I think just mainly the my biggest problem is that they don't take the season so far into account. The same problem happened last in the last game, and there was a lot of problems in the um in the game last year. Yeah. Excuse me, but like if you're in the career mode, half the time Baltas is faster than Lewis and Perez is faster than yeah. Max. That happens all the fucking time. That's crazy. And that's just one of the many problems. And there's another there's another thing of like Vettel always goes way past the pit window and pits <laughs> way, way late. Like and he's always like P two until like three laps left and then he pits and then he drops to P thirteen or fourteen. It always fucking happens. But I am just like Ferrari's reliability is like not is like super high. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make yeah. any fucking sense. I think they're taking it's like they're taking like a little preview for this season, but mostly going off last season. Like Ferrari's rated super high, which mm. obviously wasn't the case last year. But Lewis is also super, super fucking high. So yeah. I don't know. That's just a little strange. I mean, yeah, the top three drivers are obviously Max, Lewis, and Charles, but that's not the case this season. So right. should that Charles be the case in the game? Yeah. I hope that they'll have like uh, up, updates and stuff to the ratings, but t- there's a few interesting ones to me at the bottom. Like, Joe Guan Yu kind of got screwed. Cause he did. Is he that much worse than Mick Schumacher? Uh, and no. then Lance, Lance Stroll, 10 points higher than Joe Guan Yu. Like, Lance Stroll. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> Yeah, Ricardo. It, it's like some of them they base like Alonso's eighty nine, so they base obviously based on having a good history. But then like Vettel's eighty five, so but Vettel's had a better. I don't know. It, it is confusing how they go about deciding it. But hopefully they'll have like updates to it and it'll get a little more Le- realistic. Leclerc has sixty five experience. Norris and Russell have sixty four, but yet they all have ninety ninety two overall ratings. Yeah, it's Russell's very a little high, high rated. He's rated ninety. That seems a little, I a little much considering he hasn't really done much before. Yeah, but. Baltas is a little high, considering that he he downgraded a little bit. I mean, he's still a great driver. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I think Fernando's rated a little high. Like, yes, he's been putting in some amazing times, but he's made a lot of mistakes this season. And that's just that's just nitpicking. It just as a whole. And looking at like the teams and the reliability and the power, it just and also Mercedes has like really, really good stats as far as their engine and team goes, mm. which just it just that's my own. That's my biggest complaint as far as like just in preparation for the game. But I'm still going right. to get it. Like you're getting a game from last year, basically. Yeah, I hope they yeah. I hope the sound quality is improved because from like of clips from like a month ago that I have seen the sound sounds pretty much exactly like last year's game, which is a huge disappointment because the cars yeah. this year sound a lot different, a lot meatier. Uh, and I mean the last year's game didn't even nail the sound. So it's very disappointing. I hope that's just a little bit, I hope that's tweaked a little bit, but besides that hype to drive in Miami and do the, my <laughs> yeah. team. Yeah. So. The tracks and stuff. And, so I was reading some reviews on it, and like it seems like the the new like F1 life thing that they're trying to input is kind of a waste of time. It doesn't really get you anything, but it seems like the new uh, regulations they have translated translated over the game, so you can feel like the weight of the car a lot more. You do have to kind of change your 
the driving strategy. Like you have to take st- uh, certain curves differently in this year than you would last year. So I'm I'm still obviously gonna buy it the day it comes out. I'm excited to play it. Uh, yeah, like I, I just want to see how like the my team mode and the career mode and stuff are. So it remains to be seen. It sounds like obviously the graphics and all that shit's gonna be amazing. And there's like supercars and stuff, which I don't really care about. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll do a, we'll do a full review once it's come out and we can actually get our own hands on it because absolutely. Kind of hard to judge by. Yeah, I would love to possibly. Uh, maybe I mean we'll obviously update how our my team goes, but mm-hmm. it would be cool to be able to do some videos. Are you, you're playing on a PS4, right? Um, yeah. Still, we still can't get PS5s here. It's still so hard. I I know. I got incredibly lucky. I have a very sweet girlfriend. So. <laughs> but. Yeah. So that'll be. I'm, by the time next app by Silverstone, we'll have hopefully I'll have the game. I'll, I'll try and get it this weekend. At some point, give it a give it a low rip, and then we'll do a full full review at some point in the next. Well, I think next week is Austria, right? So maybe we'll wait until after Austria to do a video game review. But is I it think the, we have back to backs. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Let me let me verify that. That would be really cool, though. Yeah. Austria <laughs> is going to be lit. Austria, July. Yes, it is. Okay. It's, it's a week after. Um, then we have a, a bye week between the French GP yeah, and the Austrian and GP. Correct. So we have lots of time to put out some video game content once the once the break happens. Absolutely. I know you're going, you're, you're going to do your little rant series. Uh, we're waiting for that. That'll be exciting. Yes. Oh, I just looked at the the break. The break is so heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. It sucks because my... Well, I guess it's... The break ends right after my birthday. My ber- birthday is August 22nd, so just okay. under a week after my birthday, I get spa. So wait, that's spa's the return, isn't it? I believe so. Usually is. Yes, because the oh yes, because uh, it's after the Hungarian GP. Oh, it's Hungary. Uh, Hungary, Hungary is what we're finishing before the break on. Oh, okay. So there's one after France. I thought France was the last one before the break. Nope, we've got uh, France July 24th, and then Hungary July 31st, and then our break starts. Sweet. Yes, right. so we're going to have a lot of content, or we're going we're gonna to have, like, have to come up with some stuff <laughs> for that month. Yeah. We're going to keep the people entertained. We will, though. Yeah, we've got some ideas. Uh, yes, we do. Yeah, I think... As you said, not too much to talk about this week, because that's why we kind of just shot the shit off the start. Um, so yeah, your prediction for Silverstone is Charles. Okay. And then does let's see, Latifi. What place do you think Latifi comes in? Uh, it, unless there's DNFs last. Dead fucking last. Where do you think Lando right. will place? Ooh, I don't know. We're going to have to see, obviously, how the car comes, but uh, hopefully he can get top 10. I don't think he's going to do much better than that. Yeah, maybe maybe a P6? Maybe a P7? Maybe. maybe. Yeah. We'll make, um, maybe we'll do a quick quick preview after the quali- qualifying or something. We'll figure it out. Yeah, if, if, if we have a really fucking crazy quality, we'll definitely get, like, a little 15-minute snippet to put up on Spotify. That We definitely have to. Sounds good. Well, I know you've got some storms over there, so yes, we'll keep it. Hopefully, who you got behind you there? You got Christian behind you, or is that yes? Matt? He's oh, keeping God. me safe. Thank you, buddy. Disgusting human being. 
I'll smack it. Lose just you. a little bit of respect for you every time. <laughs> I see that picture. I know. At least it's not um, Helmet Marco. Oh, I would God. never. Yeah. Never. If you had Helmet Marco or Bernie Ecclestone up there, it... No it thanks. Just... I'll, I, I would go. I would put up fucking VJ from Racing Point before I would do that. <laughs> oh, no. I'm that <laughs> even a while. Oh. Rest All in right. Peace. Well, wrap us up and get us out of here. All right. Yes. Yeah, so. Follow us on TikTok, Instagrams, and Twitter at HarderSoftF1. We are the HarderSoftF1 podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Thank you all so much for watching or listening, and we will see you next week.